On this episode of the 520 Collective Show, do Christian creatives need to be on all social media platforms? What are the drawbacks and what are the positives? How do we determine what is most beneficial for us? That's what we're going to be talking about. So let's go. Hey, yeah, message heavy. Don't prompt, show. They not ready. Race against the time like four wheels and hands ready. Keep it steady. Beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth when the light go confetti. Yeah, message heavy. Don't prompt, show. They not ready. Race against the time like four wheels and hands ready. Keep it steady. Beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth when the light go confetti. Just the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. time. The flip of the watch. It's game time. Game five. Just the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. Five twenty collective. Listen every day or get robbed. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you for tapping in with us on the Five Twenty Collective Podcast. This episode is being sponsored by Kingdom Club Apparel. Be sure to check out all the great merch, including tees, hoodies, sweaters, accessories, and more at KingdomClubApparel.com. Get your new winter collection now and let them know that you're part of the Kingdom Club. Hit up Kingdom Club Apparel now. We also want to give a shout out to all of our Substack subscribers. Make sure to join our newsletter at 520collective.com slash Substack so we can send the latest news and content directly to your inbox. You can also be a producer of the 520 Collective Podcast by being a premium Substack member. Shout out to all of our show sponsors now. Let's get into this month's conversation. I'm not going to ever get like an international master or a grand master, but maybe I can get like a local master. Is that like a thing? That would be cool. You guys could be the two like weird old guys at the park. Dude, I would do it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Like if I had enough money. Like Professor X and Magneto, bitter enemies, but you play chess. Yep. I would be all over that, but no, we got to, <laughs> dude, we have been rambling. I don't know what we're even saying at this point. So I think the best thing for us <laughs> yeah, to do, to cut a lot of this out. Don't tell me what to do. I'm an artist. <laughs> Zero. Okay. Yeah. You I'm, are the edit artist. I am an artist, uh, but we need to, <laughs> we need to dive into this word with my guy, Katie. What you got for us this episode, man? Yeah. So uh, we are looking at First Corinthians, the tenth chapter, and the twenty-third verse. In it, uh, the Apostle Paul states this: "It says that all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not." And just in particular, with regards to uh, this episode and what we're discussing, it's kind of a um, just because I can, should I, uh, type of show. And this is a question, honestly, that a lot of individuals within the body of Christ really need to ask themselves. Um, but when we ask ourselves this question, we don't want to necessarily ask ourselves. Oops. Uh, I'm making that kind of, uh, tongue in cheek with regard, um, and making sure that the things that we do, the things, the things that we say, the things that we are a part of, uh, line up with God's will. And he's stating that, hey, we have this liberty in Christ Jesus, but just because we have this liberty in Christ Jesus, does that mean that you should do whatever it is that you want to do, um, claim Christ and still call yourself a Christian? And so he's saying that there are a bunch of things that I could do. And when he talks about lawful, he means that from a couple of different angles, one, um, you know, no, not, no longer being under the Mosaic law. 
However, um, being under the perfect law of liberty, uh, which is mentioned in James, uh, which a lot of individuals don't connect the dots, um, and understanding that grace is still the law. I'm not going to go that deep into this, uh, but lawfully, I have the ability to be able to do this. But just because I have the ability to be able to do it doesn't mean that it is expedient, doesn't mean that it is profitable or beneficial. Um, and then, Eric, I know that you these scriptures, but when you get into that next verse, um, in verse 24, uh, Paul talks about seeking not our own, but another man's wealth. Um, and this is one of the biggest things that I think today's culture and society has an issue with we have forgotten as the body of christ and as believers primarily that salvation and our walk our christianity our relationship with god is not just for us but it's for others um we die to self we do all of these things because it's our reasonable service that we might minister to those around us this is how we serve god by serving other people and so you know just because i can doesn't mean that i should because there are other people there are other lives there are other souls there are other purposes and other destinies um that either or not i walk in the fullness of what it is that god created me to be so i'm gonna pause put a pin in it um and let you guys jump in with this one yeah i i think we should cross dress cross reference that with the Did you book say of we second should cross dress no, no, no i'll get there oh no. uh, cross reference happening on this episode okay sorry second. go on dude i'm confused on <laughs> So, so second book of uh, he, the uh, second book of hesitations. When Paul is in the D block, he also had the same conversation with the Church of Sauce about whether or not smoking weed was okay. And he said basically the same thing. Come on, bro. I mean, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? So, I'm sorry. No, I, I was uh, I was on a <laughs> I was on a different podcast today where I was saying that. You know, like this is the same argument that we have with smoking weed. Like it's legal, but it it might not be culturally acceptable, and it's definitely not biblically acceptable. Just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's something that we should be doing. Facts. But I can be all things to all men, zero. So. <sighs> Does that mean you're going to sell your body so that you might minister to other male prostitutes? I mean, is that what you're saying? Is pretty high. <laughs> no. Keep, no, I don't like where this is going. Keep, keep going. Zero. I don't like keep, where this is going. You you keep talking. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to. Off the radio. You know, um, Bro, KD brought the word. We're destroying it. So. <laughs> but no, like I mean that. But that, I mean this but is those another are legit arguments that come back though. You're exactly, because right. this is. Ex- I mean, because this is the stuff that we see. Like we find the one part that sounds good. Oh man, all things are lawful. Cool. I'm good. I'm golden, man. Uh, I can do whatever I want. We don't want to follow it up with not all things are helpful, though. Uh, Especially when it comes to ministering to other people. Um, I was talking earlier today about being on social media and that temptation and how easy and satisfying it is to smack somebody down when you feel like you're in the right or when you have the upper hand or the higher ground or when you think you do. But then you never know what's going on in that person's life emotionally spiritually but also you never know what kind of trap you might be falling in when you walk into that and and so you might be winning the argument but you're definitely setting yourself up for problems down the road and maybe that's too much of a pragmatic example i mean i, I know that paul was talking more about the gospel and, and a more spiritually centered concept here but this is an everyday life type thing though 
You know, let me take an example, especially um, with this episode mm. and some of the things that we're talking about. Like th- this is about practical application of the scripture. And if I'm, I can't consider you in my everyday walk, then I'm doing it wrong. But you shouldn't make me feel bad about my choices, KD. I don't, I don't know who you think you are. Um, shame on me for shaming you. <laughs> so there, there's always like this balance, man. And it's a matter of how deep are you willing to dig into it? How much are you willing to learn? How much are you willing to process? How much are you willing to submit yourselves to, right? Because I think we're just seeing like so much crazy things in the world and not only just in the world but we're seeing it in the in the body right where i don't, I don't know man i don't know what the right word is but it's almost like the the reverence for the word is like gone out the window and it's like no nah, it's cool it, it, it you know it makes for a nice little like uh print to hang up on the wall that we walk by and ignore you know but it looks good it goes with the d- decor, right? Uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything to us. Um, and how do we get back to actually realizing the weight that is held within these chapters and these books and these verses, man? Love it, love it. I want to hear what you all listening have to say. Make sure you go to 520collector.com. Go to our uh, Substack either one you can leave us comments give us your feedback man we want to hear it what do you think about this month's scripture again it was first corinthians 10 verse 23 all things are lawful but not all things are helpful all things are lawful but not all things build up i love it guys but we're back into it man and we got a good conversation to have here i think it's gonna be good i don't know man like it could be terrible but we'll just see where it all ends up. The question, fellas, that I have for you is do Christian creatives such as ourselves, such as artists, you know, whoever, do we need to be on all social media platforms? Like, is it beneficial? Is it something that we must do? Like, is this what truly helps to build a platform, to build a brand? Because... Let's be honest, man. There's a lot of them. And when we say we need to be on all social media platforms in order to be relevant, I don't know, man. That's a that's overwhelming. That is the message of yeah, you got to be everywhere, right? You got to be everywhere if you want to yeah, let's, let's actually have there. a chance here. So, do what? I said, yeah, let's definitely go there. Okay, well, let's go there. Take it, zero. Marketers are the worst people on the planet morally they they give you bad advice that benefits them directly and they don't care what happens to you in the end i am not making this up and if if you're a marketer and this doesn't apply to you then i don't believe you're a marketer because that's what marketing is that that's just no i'll, I'll leave it there we'll, we'll build up because i don't want to jump the gun <laughs> i mean wherever you want to go with it man it's a it's a question man, i want to see you your guys just empty the full clip anyway but. i emptied the full yeah i've worked in marketing I've, i know a lot of people that are marketers and you know it's funny because they never have a solution for your problem they have prepackaged solutions that they want you to agree to when it comes to your marketing solutions or what like nobody talks like that but like when you have i got this thing this concept i want to market what do you suggest they don't have no suggestions so they'll tell you to be on everything because it makes them feel like they're giving you good advice. 
bro that's just like though the 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 medical field where they would rather treat you than heal you 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 want lifetime patience you know what i'm saying like you don't want people to get better and get off because then they're not a return customer and so a lot of commerce is based on and um, really geared towards creating dependence versus um, the creating independence and really getting you up and running um, and doing yes. those things that are um, like you said more beneficial for them uh, you in the long run and I, I think and I'm sure we'll get into this but I think that our purview as believers um just like with everything else, should be different when it comes to social media. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that, I'm sure. Yeah, I want to navigate this slowly, because, but it seems like we're, we're on the same page there. Cause like you said, even with the medical field, they need somebody to market that message for them. Remember back in the days to be like, five out of 10 doctors smoke this cigarette brand. That was a lie. It's not good for you. <laughs> but, but how many how many MDs though you know go through a pack and a half a day? But they like, hey, this isn't good for you. But if you're gonna smoke, smoke this brand because this is the brand that we back. You know, and pays us money under the table. So I mean, go figure. I think that's when a doctor stops being a doctor and becomes a marketer. I just have a lot of disdain for that for that whole industry. Um. And we, we see, like, now that I'm getting more and deeper in media deconstruction, I start to notice it on, like, these Today Show, the morning show type deals, um, or these doctor shows, or whatever. you'll see, like, native ads for things that are supposed to be medication that they're reporting on, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's like an, a built in ad, advertised. And they're marketing this, mm-hmm. this medicine. Product placement. To yeah. Yeah. They do it mid show all the time. But back to social media. And that's right? not AI. That's just ignorant intelligence yes eric <laughs> social media man i'm just listening man because like <laughs> well me i mean no no nah, nah, like i mean I'm, I'm just sitting back here once you guys are think well hear, hear what your guys thoughts are man because i've been thinking about this and i'm like okay i guess even just breaking down the question right like of, of do christian creatives like is it fair I, I guess maybe that's where i want to start is like is it fair for us to say okay well because you're a christian do you need to do it different than everybody else that are, are creatives at, at the same time, right? Whenever there's a lot of what, uh, there's a lot between both sides that look the same, that feel the same, that kind of, you know, can sound the same. So why wouldn't the approach apply to both? But I mean, I think that goes back to like, what is the purpose of That's social media? You know you what I'm saying? Like, well, like, what's the purpose? So, like, the, I mean, the, obviously, the, these companies that are creating these apps, they don't care if you're building your brand on there. That's not the point. The point is to, to get you hooked on there and to keep you on the app in general, right? Um, and I think that's pretty evident in the evolution of Facebook. I mean, remember when you used to have a Facebook page and you could see who your followers were? And you could contact them directly. And then Facebook did away with that real, real quick because they want you to pay money. Yeah, you, don't, I mean, you don't know what I'm talking about? Maybe I ditched care, Facebook though. before they started trying to get my money because I didn't have money. To get. That was probably smart. Um, I remember they floated that idea of paying for um, access a while ago. I don't know how many people ever did or were ever approached by that. Um, I know I've been locked out a couple of times because they didn't like uh, the name that I use. 
so for me like it's you know social media i think it goes back to eric like you mentioned what's the purpose behind it what, what's the mission for us as believers ultimately social media should be um another uh missions field people on it every day a ton of people posting a ton of content um you, you want to talk about people biting and plagiarizing man social media is, is filled with it um very few original ideas thoughts concepts um very few innovations um we want to talk about like industry and cookie cutters and blueprints and um again they're, they're not even many better mousetraps uh, it, it is just really a regurgitation um, from one person to the next person to the next person. Um, that being said, though, there are a lot of people who overshare um, and, and post a lot of things on there. And so for us as the body of Christ, I think even Earlton, you know, kind of absolving or, you know, trying to resist the temptation to kind of shoot somebody down because you don't know what's behind. Um, you know what they've posted or what that engagement looks like online but it's really important to me um, for us as believers that we don't get caught up in all the things that social media is it's, uh, some of the debates are fun some of the memes are funny but at the end of the day um, you know we shouldn't be there to share what we have for dinner it doesn't make us more relatable um, we shouldn't put all of our business out online it doesn't make us you know oh you're just like me no, that's not the point I'm trying to, to share Jesus with you now if I can do that in a relatable way that's great um, but my, my my engagement doing that it should be because that's that's my life like that's my lifestyle and if you say that I'm being too deep um, then I say you're being too shallow if this is my life, then everything that I do is filtered through that. Um, and so I have to be mindful of that. And no, maybe I don't post a scripture every day, but I'm mindful of my engagement, um, how I interact with individuals. You know, what's the point of being there? What are you saying? What are you using that voice? The platform gives you a voice. And again, you have to have a brain. You just got to have a pair of thumbs or even a working thumb. Um, and, you know, no disrespect to anybody else, but this is kind of how social media works because nobody's being vetted um, Facebook and nobody's going to question your credentials. Um, we're we're not trying to who, say anything about people without thumbs. OK, like, listen, if you're I, thumbless, that's why I said no disrespect. Like we do. <laughs> you didn't have to put it like jump in here. Bit. and uh, <laughs> Let me scrap that Please, from bro, you really quick. Like, Salvage, <laughs> please. Um, we've we've kind of touched on it on the concept here, but it's there's two differences. Be, there, there are two two things: the, the purpose for why it exists and the purpose for why you're participating in it are two different things. And so you have to get something of a clearer perspective of both of those issues. Like, why are you using social media? So, like Katie says, it can be a mission field. For me, it's because I'm an artist and I'm sharing my art with the world or because I'm a podcaster and I'm sharing my thoughts and opinions from this podcast or you know, marketing, if you will. Um, that's what a lot of artists are there for is to market their art to other people or to share their art with their fans or to connect with their fans in that way. But the reason it exists, ultimately, 10 years into this, has it been around 10, 15 years now? For what? Oh, for social media. Oh, longer. You going on 20 years? 23 going to 24, yeah. 
Yeah, 20, 24, 25 years. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it got started. Social media, I think I really got into about 2005, maybe, with MySpace. Maybe there were some things that you could technically say were like social media, but I think Tumblr and, and MySpace is really like the beginning that I remember. That's going way back in the crazy. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, MySpace was really the one that kind of really. Being, being years and decades into this, I, the way I view social media, the purpose of it is programming. We used to have TV programming. We used to have, you know, a small set of channels and they all had the same exact slant on messaging. This is one type of mindset. This is what you think if you are of this type of mindset and we're going to normalize this. And everybody who thinks outside of the boundaries of this mindset is a weirdo. And that's how we're going to frame them. That's why you see Christians on TV framed as the weirdo, abusive, mean, you know, that's that because they're not because the programming for television had a mindset and it had a set of values and it had a worldview and it was programming people to fit within those boundaries. Now that people started cutting the cord and the Internet comes along, social media is replacing what television is was there for. And it's just further programming people. I mean, how many times do you walk into a store and you hear a bunch of teenage girls that sound like a, an anime character and Cardi B all at the same time? They learn that from the Internet. They don't talk like that for real. They didn't learn that on a TV show or if they were watching it, it was from Netflix. It's the Internet, like it's the social media acceptance. And they look and say, who's popular? Oh, how does she talk? Oh, this is how she talks. And then you can see the number on the screen and you can see how close you val- you align with this person. And so I think your average person isn't creative. They're not an artist. And we as artists have a hard time looking at the world from their perspective. But they're being programmed how to behave, how to think, how to act. And that's, I think, in my, and really, I think that from especially living through the pandemic in 2020 and all that, I believe that social media is a tool to control people and to program their minds on how to think. Well, I, I was going to say, like, is social media the ultimate uh, place where, you know, in, in today's modern society, is that the ultimate place where, like, being in the world but not of the world is, like, happening for us as, as Christians in general? I mean, let alone Christian creatives? Yes, especially post-pandemic. Because before that, we didn't have a situation where everybody was locked in their houses and all they had was the internet. Before you could go play basketball or you could go to the gym and like they cut that off. And so now we we live in this world where people have been programmed once again that if you want to reach out to your group, you're going to have to find your group online and that's where you're going to get your values from. Well, and, and it's evolving just quicker and quicker and quicker, right? I mean, like look at how much like with uh, VR and I don't know, man, like we are becoming a society that exists more digitally than we do out and about like um you you hear stories of like people being out in the world and someone saying hello to them and like they react like um are you trying to kidnap me right now like what's happening like i don't know what you're doing you know it's like no i'm just saying hello to you right um yeah and it's the programming like imagine (laughs) a person who watches tv all day how they behave and they learn all these weird behaviors from watching TV. And that's all they do is watch TV. And we used to, we used to demonize that. Bro, you watch way too much TV. 
but now they got their phones in their face all day long. It's literally the same thing. And if same you're on thing, Facebook yeah. now, Facebook is the new idiot box. There is like no value on Facebook. It's just random advertisements and like very low brow, low tier reels, they call it. It's worse than TikTok because it's just like, it's not catered to anything specific. It's just random garbage. Like the, especially the life hacks that are worse than doing the thing right. <laughs> you know, like they don't, they don't make your life any better. That ha- they'll help you like damage stuff. And, but they call it a life hack. And then you get these people learning this idiotic stuff that like, it's just degrading society. Boy, I found like very get off my lawn today. <laughs> nah, listen, it's not about, it's not about aging. It's about maturing. Um, and understanding what's behind um, mm-hmm. the enemy loves to throw the rock and hide his hand and you know we looking and we so caught up in everything that's going on and we forget oh there's other things behind this so back to your point about what this was intended for and how we use it um, yeah this wasn't made for us this was not made for believers it was not Instagram was not made for believers none of this stuff was made um, which means that we should be very mindful of our engagement yeah so it's like not only do we have to ask ourselves the question of what's our why like what is our purpose you know for using this but it goes back to like what we were saying earlier we have to really like because like people skip this you know but we have to be very intentional about why okay what is the why behind the people that created this you know what are they expecting to get out of me here and it and am i weighing the pros and cons and do i believe that the 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 gamble on it is is ultimately worth it in the end right so i think kind of you know going back to that question of because i I think we want to kind of establish this this base right so that we as we move forward in the conversation we we know like where we're starting it the question of do do christian creatives need to be on all social media platforms i think that that word need is pretty strong do we need to probably not i mean as as we've went along i mean we're we're five years into 520 right um and the thing that i've found over the last especially like a year is myself being on social media less and less right even as like these opportunities like you know a god's house of hip-hop you know comes along for us um where it feels like we need to potentially press into this stuff more like that desire inside of me is like eh, nah i'm okay i don't have to check my social media i don't have to go on x every hour and see what's going on right um I do. do you i might need to get you help <laughs> Just saying. they named the platform after me i zero. have to zero has a I'm problem sorry. go ahead mm-hmm. okay. sound like yay only wanting to read the king james version Kudos. <laughs> but yeah. I love how he's going through all the beats of Christian immaturity, like predictably. So, so what do you guys think? Do do Christian creatives need to be on all the social media platforms if you're wanting to start, you know, or if you're wanting to build a brand or a platform? No, um, because some of these platforms genuinely shouldn't exist. Um, they're. You, you go to social media to, to connect with your audience. So if you're not sure who your audience is and you're not sure where they congregate, 
you're just kind of doing what I call spray and pray. And you're just putting stuff out there. And it's, you're, it's frustrating because it's like, um, a chicken or egg scenario. Like you don't, you can't connect with anybody. And the more you keep saying, check out my stuff, like the more nobody wants to be around you because you're the guy who's just yelling at them all the time. So it's very, it's a very odd situation to have a person in. From what I've read and what I've, what I've learned in my practice, it's much more beneficial if you're using social media to have one direct line of communication for your strongest supporters and then the one platform where you kind of fish for new supporters. And so... And I'm going to cut you off right there, Zero. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying because you're getting into stuff that I think we're going to talk more about. Withhold the solution. In the next next segment here. So we're going to do that. Yo, thank you for listening to the show. No, it's not over. There's more great conversation on the way. We're going to take a quick break while our guy Darius Mullen gives you a rundown of the music that made waves this past month. Be sure to stay locked in for the rest of the episode. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the September 2023 edition of the Dot Wave Maker segment, where I bring you five releases from September that we saw making waves. First up, we've got the fresh single Let Go Let God by Cutright, which is a real breath of fresh air with an encouraging message and sound. September 8th brought us two incredible albums in the form of our guy Picasso Ramirez's 18th album, A Million Little Things, and the cutting-edge masterpiece that is Straight Shot by CHH legend Sivion on the rhymes and producer extraordinaire Malix on the beats. We recently had a great discussion with the two of them on a live stream, so make sure to check that out archived on our YouTube channel. Another great release from September is the Fight Night Cypher by Trutha, Bill B, Untitled, and Mike Wise. All heavy spitters, so you know that track's a doozy. Plus, it has a killer switch-up. Finally, our fifth pick this time around is Kadisha by Prodigal, which is a listening experience unlike any other. Seriously, go listen to it. I'm sure you'll agree. There were a lot of other notable releases this month that I don't have time to mention, so make sure to check out www.520collective.com for more. Peace. Well, because you you had that nice interaction with him before he started blocking people. You were he, he already okay, forgot about maybe, you. Maybe yeah. So I'm an afterthought. I'm offended, yeah. Christian Gray. Where's my block? <laughs> you didn't drop an right? f bomb or nothing. Yo, what up, Eddie Puyol here, and you're listening to the 520 Collective Show. Keep it locked. Creatives navigating the world of social media, right? I mean, there's just so many options. What do we do? What's the right choices? Do we try to spread ourselves thin? Because that's ultimately what a lot of people do, right? They We end up believing the narrative, believing what we're told, and thinking we got to be everywhere until we spread ourselves thin and we get angry about it and we rage quit everything, right? Because it's just too much. We can't handle it, especially... Because whenever there is a lot of people out here trying to do this stuff on their own, right? I mean, it, it, it just you can't do it on your own. You know, like that's one thing that I feel blessed about here with 520 is we've got a team of people that's on board, that's available. But like I started following this one guy who ha- he, he gives some very, I think, useful tips, right? Uh, whenever it comes to building a brand building a a company he calls it solo entrepreneurship or i think it's solo entrepreneurship i don't know it's some weird name like that right but ultimately it's the combining of solo and entrepreneur even i i I just try to pull out the stuff that is useful from what he shares 
Because at the end of the day, I'm like, dude, if you're trying to do it on your own and you're trying to be everywhere, it's not going to work. I, th- I honestly think it's a, you know, bill of goods that's being sold, especially if you're a new up and coming artist or just any type of creative. Um, what we don't realize because um, social media, digital things, um, sitting behind a computer or sitting behind a phone, um, they are convenient and they're easy to do. What we don't really realize, though, is that a lot of organic audience building um, happens in real life still. Um, so really what happens is you build your audience by going out, doing shows, being visible, being tangible, um, being approachable. And then they come and find you online. Well, and so, I mean, I want to make it clear, like, in no way are the three of us, like, social media experts in any shape or form. But we we have, you know, used these tools, right? We want to try to, you know, the the stuff we have picked up on, you know, we want to try to give that back, you know. And I think one thing that we have definitely figured out over the years, right, is that when it comes to playing this social media game in order to uh to to build your brand right you it's it really is about finding your space right and and so what does that mean it means you know yeah you got to dip your toes into the water a little bit right to to determine where your space is but once you start doing that know that you're going into it and you're eventually going to scale back Right. Because I think for us, right, like, I mean, you know, obviously the big three, you know, whenever you're talking about uh, X and you're talking about Instagram and Facebook, I mean, those are kind of the places to start for most people. Right. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, You you go to the you go to the big the, 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 the big dogs. Right. And you start there. But as you spend a little bit of time on there, at least for us, we started noticing some things. Right. Like we started noticing that. Twitter was getting kind of the better results for us, the better engagement, the followers, the audience was increasing quicker than on the rest. And we're not saying that it didn't go well. Like, I mean, you know, X and, and Instagram are kind of our, our, our two biggest uh, ones when it comes to social media. But when you really look close at it, right, it's interesting when you consider audience overlap, right? Where we've got, what well, we got about 2,500 followers, something like that on on X, we've got, I don't, I don't know, I haven't looked at Instagram in a while. I think the last time I looked, it was like 1,600-ish or so. But if you start comparing the, comparing those two audiences, there's a lot of overlap where you are being followed by the same individuals on both platforms. And as I started considering that, I'm like, okay, so if they're in both places, do, I have, do we have to like run ourselves ragged trying to get the same information to both places or can we put it into the one that's got the larger audience and the majority of those people that are on Instagram are going to get that information as well if we're pumping it into X does that make sense yeah I agree with that so then we we, you know we can kind of scale back or I mean obviously there are tools out there you know you can use like auto posters and different. I mean shoot uh, you know we don't even really do anything with Facebook at this point. I mean, we were there, but pretty much everything is auto-generated for for us because the the return is just not great. If we're going to spend actual time and we're going to 
uh, manually be on these platforms. We need to be in the place that that delivers the most bang for our buck, really, right? Um, you said the um, the people who said because it's not as trendy or it's not as um, popular, and and I think that there there's something deeper there because then it begs the question like with who with with whom are you trying to be popular and trendy and then it exposes this reality that for a lot of people it's the mainstream hollywood secular naturalist you know atheistic death cult of a culture that we're trying to impress still we're still trying to impress the bad boy and the bad girl in the room instead of just doing our own thing and i mean we have like we've seen what things like god tube and uh godify and stuff like that and the first thing we think is like oh is this gonna be cheesy i give those things a chance i will i do but if there's no one if there's no real way for me to connect with people i'm just not interested and that's all i want for me that's my purpose is connecting with people uh the last church that we went to they used something called the band app it was social media that you basically gave a purpose to and it was a sectioned off thing this is technically what my wife and her friends were looking for <laughs> but yeah i think it's that 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 legitimate the legitimacy and it exposes our actual worldview as believers and so that's another layer um back in 20 what was it 2018 2017 i started building a christian social media website we actually tried it twice uh, and we found out very quickly not only is it extremely expensive and unsustainable and that's a totally different conversation uh, but christians want to be able to impress like especially christian rappers that's who we were trying to market to the christian rappers they want the spotify numbers they want to impress Hollywood and Nashville and the secular labels with how popular they are. They don't want to be popular in a smaller circle. So th- that legitimacy is a big issue. Well, and, but, you know, like so let me you say what saying, I think you should, Well, go ahead, bro. No, I was just saying, like, well, ahead, like what you guys have been saying here is, you know, something that, you know, I, I was saying about is like, okay, well, what if you are starting out? And yes, you need to get around your people. Right, you need to find your type of people to connect with, which is what Zero was saying. You know, he, they they wanted him, him and his group wanted to be able to, you know, use the social media to, to further connect and build and grow together. But what if you don't know who your people are or where they're at? Because that's another thing too, right? Like, I mean, yeah, we're supposed to be everywhere, but your people aren't everywhere. Typically your people are in a very specific place right like i mean if you're talking about like you maybe you're a person that does a lot of arts and crafts right dude like you're gonna hang out on pinterest i mean that that's just where that community is and if you try to go to one of these other platforms that is not built around or doesn't have the structure to support those interests you're probably not going to find, you might find some people, but you're probably not going to find the people that you're actually looking for. And then at that point, you're just spinning your wheels. And, you know, if you just keep on pouring into it and pouring into it, when the, the like I said, the return just doesn't make sense. So now you're yeah. saying that we need to learn how to be comfortable 
with not being everywhere if if God hasn't called us to, to be everywhere and that and I'll probably just put some words in your mouth but again so like at the end of the day going back to the why but how we arrived here and making sure that we maintain that because I legitimately wonder and I'm, I'm probably going to be called a Pharisee for this but I legitimately wonder how many individuals pray about one pray about just what? from uh, everyday their social media interaction Lord is this oh, a, so if if scripture says oh dude know, I bet nobody in all thy ways dude, how, it, how, you how, know what I'm saying like it's just something people, that we think that we should do how many people wake up and, so and not grab just their from, phone and jump onto their social media before uh, they do bro, anything else listen, you know what I'm we talk about this stuff like yo y'all y'all talking to Facebook before you before you start praying um, before you've read the word like before you like for me like that's a rule you know what I'm saying um, one I'm generally only online to push and promote gospel things. Um, so when we talk about like my social media interaction, go to my pages, look at them, Facebook, what have you. Um, I'll share something that somebody that I know in the faith is doing, an opportunity or a platform. It is all about ministry. Um, but even with that being said, I don't wake up and I grab that first. If I haven't talked to God, I don't need to talk to anybody else. For Christians, right? We have to find that balance like because there is more things than just what the world is offering to us that we have to you know give our time and give our focus to right so i mean the question becomes like you know how much is too much and and that might not have just one standard answer across the board that might look different for different people depending on your situation but i mean i can tell you this per not necessarily from the platform of 520 collective standpoint but for me personally it, it's hard for me to really do anything more than like have a twitter account or, or an x account at this point like and even at that i'm not on it a whole lot not compared to like what i once was uh but because you have to have that balance right i mean there's just too much there's these social media platforms they want to tip those scales in their favor right like how how good are you going to be as a creative if you're ultimately creating more content for your social media accounts than the content that you actually want to be making, right? Uh, I mean, that's just a kind of a, a situation that everyone's got to deal with, regardless of your, your faith, right? But I mean, when you add in, you know, for, for the Christian creative, right? When you add in, like Katie was saying, that that quiet time, that time to get into the Word, that um, time to engage with other believers, right? There, there, there's there's not endless hours in the day right when you said earlier that we're not marketing experts we're not social media experts my my thought was and i held it back but this is a good time to drop it but you know what i am is i am a healthy happy human being i have a family i have a wife that loves me i have a social life i go to church um I, and I try to stay in church. I had to find a church this weekend. Um, I, I don't have anxiety issues. I'm not stressed out all the time. You know, I work like I have a lot to balance in my life. And then you look at these people that are wildly successful in one area. And what are they doing? They're putting 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week into this one dish into just being a social media star. It's like, that's not for everybody and not everybody can do that i mean physically even not everybody can do that some people got kids some people have relationships to maintain 
apparently some people don't and that's why they're able to just be on twitch all day long well and i know that they're you know they're obviously companies that set themselves up pretty good long before social media was around so it's doable right i mean i would think but um, you get these smart tvs and you see these gamer channels where it's just like some random girl you never heard of but she's playing uh whatever the latest video game is and it's super high production and you don't see all the people behind the set doing stuff for her and you don't see that these people are unhappy you know um to try to break the context just a little bit but it still relates like look at the korean pop stars they have to go live at these camps and they're treated very poorly and abused just to be a a k-pop star that's what that's the same thing with a lot of these social media people actually the the one best example i can tell you about social media fame and the imbalance is there used to be an account on myspace called lonely girl 15 and i remember when i stumbled across it because people kept posting and i was like why is this girl so popular it was just like some 15 year old girl posting about how her boyfriend's mad at her and now she's grounded i thought it was dumb and it turned out that this was a production company in la with all these resources that was really pushing this account and it was just deceived everybody into thinking that I'm just a girl in my bedroom and blah 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 and it's like you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes but that I mean that's you have to you have to have your life to balance and then you can come online and say look where we went look what we did here's what I've been up to here's the result of the actual life that I live because if you're not healthy, then it doesn't matter what you're posting anyway. That is exactly why I do not follow KD on OnlyFans. Because I just don't know. <laughs> I don't want to thank you, bro. Trust me, it gets kind of wild. <laughs> no, but how much I'm is too much, KD? How much is too much? Not just that. I think we can arrive at too much real quick. One of the things mm-hmm. that we don't do is we don't understand. So I give you, I give you this example. And this was something from years back. And it's funny, uh, not even coming full circle, but seeing things kind of stuck in a, in a similar vernacular. Um, some years ago, they talked to, um, Kirk Franklin's wife and she made a comment that stated she could tell when he was listening to rap music because he would walk in the house different. What we don't always see is how, and it's, it's amazing, you know, a, a lot of times the enemy advertises in plain view, right? We look at the term influencer because of the these individuals to have in our lives and they are not credible sources. They are not reliable sources. They're not vetted sources. They are, again, people who hit a wave. And they ride it and they milk it for everything that they can. And we don't realize, you know, that the, the, the ground underneath them is very unstable. We just keep pushing the water because it keeps the wave moving. Um, we don't realize when we talk about how much is too much and how quickly we arrive at too much. We don't realize the impact that spending all that time online has on us but then we look at the erosion of zero you alluded to this earlier you know relationships and erosion of our communication skills you know i i made a joke and i know other people have have looked at it similarly um but we were social distancing before we had the social distance because we were treated online you know we didn't know how to interact with people anyway 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's amazing that you know lockdown did what it did. You already weren't talking to people. You already weren't having real conversations or real interactions with people. You would meet people online instead of going to meet people out at actual places. And this was before um, you know the world got shut down. So um, we look at how those things are taking a step back. We don't know how to articulate. We don't know how to address our feelings. We don't know how to express them. Um, a lot of that is due in part and thanks to social media. It's not the fault of social media. This is a human construct, and if it's if it's a human construct, then that means a sin is at the root of it. Um, but thanks in large part to having these platforms that you know teach us that in order to communicate in 140 characters you have to be really creative at saying a whole lot without saying anything at the same time um you, we don't have resume building skills because you know social media has taught us that hey it's cool to speak in text type instead of use actual sentences um we don't know how to write uh for other people we write the way that we speak what society has said is cool so i don't think we realize how quickly we get to too much and then at the end of the day especially for the believer we don't understand how much um, the social media has unfortunately been allowed to shape our theology and how we look at god because we spend a lot of time looking at the lives of other people and we question what they have and why they have it and then we start looking at god funny because we allow these snapshots of individuals lives to make us think that our life is horrible yeah so we got our heart divided in a thousand different directions um and you know there's a scripture in the 119th psalm which is my favorite um, but david is like unite my heart to you know to 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 to, to keep that word to and we understand we allow these images um and these words and these posts to pull us in all of these different directions so you know we talk about deconstruction and we talk about other these things not only is it already coupled with bad theology and and and, and under belief in who god is but now we see all of these different things that are going on that are feeding that and we buy into it and then we we start building an enemy starts gaining steam in our lives so it's not just how much is too much we don't even realize that we've gotten it too much until it's too late and even at that, we still won't point the finger at some of our habits, which, you know, social media has become one. So for the Christian creative, then, like, what do you guys think the solution is? Because, I mean, obviously, you don't want to put yourself like behind the eight ball as well. Right. Otherwise, um, I don't know. You, you may get in a hole that you can't. What do you mean in terms of behind the eight ball? Though? Like define for me real quick. Well, I'm, I mean, like. We can't like completely negate. We can't completely ignore mm, gotcha. the the positives or or, or the way. I, I think the thing is we got to look at social media as tools, and, and and when you're using tools properly, there's benefit there, right? We can't just say there's there's no benefit, you know, because um, if we do that, or if we drag, you know, if we drag our feet, we can ultimately you know make it more difficult on ourselves at the same time right um what, what do you think like what's the the ultimate answer here or i guess you know the, what we typically kind of come back around to is like like what are the positives that we can choose to f- kind of zero in on to kind of focus on that will hopefully have a benefit for us i have like three principles that i 
try to use in my online life, social media or otherwise. Uh, one is I try to use social media to report things now rather than to make something happen. You know, you get in this mindset like if I make enough videos, if I post enough t pictures, if I keep, you know, putting tweets out, then people will see them. And it's like, I get the mindset behind it, but I don't, I don't think you have a whole lot of control over that. You just, you have your circle, you have your friends, you, or if you go out into the public square, like on Twitter, and maybe somebody will see it and respond. But this is just where you're posting what you've done. You're reporting. Um, the other thing is you got to understand that not everybody likes your flavor of ice cream. That's just whatever you're pushing. Some people just might not like it. And they have a different preference, you know, like if you're not Drake and that's all they want to hear is Drake songs, you can't do anything for that person. So you have to be comfortable in your own skin and understand that not everybody wants what you're selling and not everybody's going to like you. And that's just the way it is. And once you get comfortable with that, those two things, then the final thing is set up a place like your own website or something like I Substack because that's a good place to people who are genuinely interested in what I'm doing will subscribe. And then the people who are really, really interested actually pay subscriptions to help to help perpetuate what I'm doing, to help propel it forward. They're investing in my those are the people that you're looking for, but you have to set up something for them to to reach you and set up back channels for them. And so those three principles work together is just you're just putting out what you've already done, what you already have to put out there. You know, my wife, she does really good. She posts like vacation pictures and stuff like that. She's not much of an artist online. She just posts about oh, the kid did this and. The, you know, my kids are learning this, and, but it's all reporting what's actually happening in our real life. And if you don't have a life to, to post, that's the problem. Like get off the internet and go get a life and then you'll have something to post. And then though everybody's not, not there for you, not everybody likes what you got. And then just have a place for a safe space. And then my, the, the, scripture that is really shaped a lot of this is proverbs 27 2 let the praise uh let another praise you and not your own mouth and so you know we i'm so great and look at listen to my music and blah blah that's fine you know like that that's really annoying actually it's fine for online you kind of expect it in the beginning but it's it's kind of annoying like drop your song one or two times and then just let you know like chill out if your song is good, let other people share your song. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there are artists that I follow that I heard their artists. Yeah, there are artists that I follow that I wouldn't know they were artists unless somebody else showed me their work. Because they never post about them their own work; they just post about what's going on in their lives. So that's all I got to say on that. Well, I think I've probably shared a whole lot already. <laughs> um, um, my answer to that would definitely be. Seek God and pray. It's not like you can't. Um, and again, for the believer, it's not like we shouldn't. I know a lot of times we don't go to God because we don't want His response. Um, but I think we, we talk about the, 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 the eye gate and the ear gate, the eyes and ears, you know, the window to the soul. All of those different types of things. If I'm, you know, um, intentional about wanting to maintain that, 
so that I can be of use to the Lord and to other people, um, then it's important that we kind of get God's perspective for us. And that might look different for different people. And sometimes we don't get that part as well. Um, and we can find ourselves being a little jealous of maybe what God allows other people to do or what we think God allows other individuals to do or maybe what God has ordained certain individuals to do. We got to learn how to, to focus on what God has called for us to do, support other individuals doing what, and be good with that because in one body, many parts, we all have a part to play. It just may not all look the same. We got to be okay with that. We have to mature to that place. Um, but again, seek God and ask God. Ask God questions. God, is this cool for me? Is you know, is this site? What do you have for me to do? Give me a plan. Give me a blueprint. Give me an outline. And it may not be for the purpose that you think it is or that you intend for it to be or that you want it to be. It may just be God saying, hey, I want you here for this particular reason. The stuff that you do over here is still things that you do over here. But I want you in this space for a particular reason. Um, we got to understand his ways are not ours. His thoughts are not ours. And we, we again, we have to be OK with that. Um, but again, I think and I hate that one of the things that social media have desire to want to know everything. We want God to give us an explanation about how he's doing, what he's doing, and when he's going to do it. Um, and that, you know, throws faith and um, discipline and patience and, and, and those things that are important to add to our faith out the window. So ask God um, for your plan and your blueprint, whether it's as a consumer or whether it's as an artist or what have you. Um, and uh, he will definitely you know, direct your paths. Well, yeah, because I don't think it's that hard. I mean, I think one thing that we... I don't want to say forget about, but I mean, one thing that is often easy for us to overlook is the fact that he gave us the spirit that's with us forever and always, right? As a, as a helper, not just when stuff's bad, but a, a helper in all things, right? And yes, is there to be able to convict us when we need convicted, but it's also there just for that support, right? For like, hey, Am I walking in the right purpose? Am I making sure that balance is in place? Right? So, I mean, lean into that. I mean, uh, uh, of the three members of the Godhead, right? I mean, I think the, the spirit is, I don't know, often, <laughs> a lot of times he's over there just like chilling by himself, you know, hoping that we notice sometimes. Um, so let's take advantage of that because not ev not everyone's got that right like i mean the people who have not accepted i don't know that that, that that's just like a, an added bonus for us the way i view it so so lean into that man but and, and, and these kind of things as you're working through it as you're trying to you know find the balance as you're just trying to find your space find your people even in something like a social media right like th this stuff can be made clear so I think that's our challenge to you that are listening. You know, if you got more questions, you want to hear our thoughts. I don't know why in the world you want to hear any more of what we had to say on this. Stuff. Thank but you for listening you to this month's up. episode of the 520 Collective Show. We'll be back next month with another great installment. Go to 520collective.com and sign up for our newsletter to keep up to date on what's happening around here and catch past episodes you may have missed. Let's go.